This is Stu Epperson from the Truth Talk podcast, connecting current events, pop culture, and theology. And we're so grateful for you that you've chosen the Truth Podcast Network. It's about to start in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, and please share it around with all your friends. Thanks for listening, and thanks for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. And you! Well, you're just as dried up and parched as a jackrabbit in July. We'd be thirsty. Real thirsty. I've got a feeling, a feeling deep inside, oh yeah. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show. I say this calls for action, and now... All who are thirsty, all who are weak, come to the fountain, dip your heart in the stream of the pain and the sorrow, be washed away, the waves of his Cries to deep today on the Christian Car Guy show. <laughs> so I, I love that, don't you, Jerry? Deep oh. does cry to deep. And so you might have heard Rango in the very beginning about those thirsty rascals. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was the Beatles, right? I got a feeling deep inside. And then, of course, uh, Bento Brown with All Who Are Thirsty. And you know what a neat song that is, and it really speaks to the 42nd Psalm. And so, today's show is brought to you, as always, by some Hebrew, and I picked two letters that go together very uniquely, and it is a, a, a gimel, which is this idea of something big and huge, gigantic, so to speak, and then a lamet. And when you put those two together, you get the ideal of rollers, of billows, of, you know, when that, when that in the 42nd Psalm, when they talk about billows or waves, you know, there's the, there are the two letters that you put those together and you get that. And interestingly, that second letter, Lamed, is the same word letter that begins the word heart, because your heart cries out for God. And so... Your heart is a natural billower, just saying. <laughs> and so, the other thing we're going to talk about today on today's show is that accident happens and immediately many things are upon you because you're in deep trouble. <laughs> and we want to know deep down, do you know who you're going to call? Do you know what you're going to do? Do you know the steps that you need to take when, you know... In the middle of a crisis, it's a little, it can put you in a bad situation. All right. So to quote the seventh verse from the 42nd Psalm, it says, Deep calls unto deep, but the noise of thy waterspouts, all thy waves and thy billows have gone over me. <clears throat> and when you hear that, you can't help but think of the same words that Jonah 
uh, cried out, and he was down there deep, and he was in the belly of the fish, right? And interestingly, he he used that same word, gimel amid, that that idea of billows. And so the, the very, very deep thing about the 42nd Psalm, just to begin with, it's a song for the sons of Korah. Now, who? Like what? How could there be a psalm for this people who all went down in the pit, buried alive in Korah's rebellion, right? If you don't remember, all his sons went down with him in the pit. So how could there be any sons from Korah? And so that has some deep questions just to begin with when you begin the psalm. And then if Samuel was here, right, the prophet Samuel, he could tell us. Because guess what? He was one of the sons of Korah. I mean, according to First Chronicles 6, if you look at that, you'll see that's his lineage. Like, what? How did that happen? That's pretty deep just to begin with. And, you know, it had me wondering, is the beginning of the psalm, right? You're very, very famous as the deer pants for water. It's interesting that, that, that this psalm has so much to do with water in so many different ways but the deer rich starts out panning for water, and it's 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 really almost so deep that we get the idea, what? I don't understand this. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I look at it all the time. I don't really understand, and I think it's okay. But there's one thing I do understand, and it's the last verse. And I want to go into that for a second because here's the last verse, if I read it to you. It says, this is the last verse, 42nd Psalm. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? And it says, Hope thou in God. And he used a beautiful word for hope there. For I shall yet praise him, which that word is yada in Hebrew. And that, that's, it's the word that begins the word Judah. When you hear the word Jew, it means we're praising God. I mean, I'm going to praise him, Yehuda. I mean, that's the idea of praise. Who is it's pretty cool when you think because he says Judah, and then he says, who is Yeshua? Okay, that word health, because he says, who is the health of my countenance? That's his face. Who is the Yeshua of my face? Who, who's Jesus of my face? I mean, that's exactly what he said. <clears throat> this son of Korah, whoever it was, that wrote this psalm, right, long, 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 long before Jesus appeared on the earth, is telling us that when he was down and the deep cried to deep, the thing that brought him this health was Jesus. And, and that it's just spectacular to me. Yeah, you know, when we sit there and we dive into and, and really dig deep into Old Testament, you know, and this is something we all know, but it's just as you start pulling those nuggets out of how everything points to Christ, I mean, man, it's just a, that gets me excited. Oh, it does. And and that, that the whole idea of Gimalamad is a role, right? And you think about the waves. I want I want you to see what I see a little bit here. There if you've ever been in deep 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 pain. The the pain came in waves. If you've had a child, I bet you know what I'm talking about, right? Those are birth pains and they come in waves. Or, you know, when I had a brain abscess, nothing you want. <laughs> and my brain was swelling in my skull and they had to get me into emergency surgery. And I was having waves of pain. All the painkillers in the world were not helping that particular pain of all the pains I've experienced. That came in waves. And talk about something that was billowing over me. 
that was just more than you could possibly imagine, but God sent, he did. Um, a lady who was um, in my Sunday school class, and she just stood there. She knew, and she just held my hand. And I knew that I knew that I knew that what was holding my hand was Jesus. Like, you, we're going through this. We, you know, you're in it, but you're going to come out on the other side of it, you know? And I've thought about it many, many times that the the solution for the billowing of the pain that is going on is it is and will be always Jesus but in some ways Jerry the pain of the heart is much worse than that right so you had a chance to do a funeral this week that really spoke to that yeah I, I had a aunt who passed away and this side of my family uh, within the past this is the third death in three years of first a father then a their brother, and now their mom, and and the hurt was as I was trying to, as we were talking and just watching and witnessing it was so deep. I mean, it was almost where at that point I realized, you know, they hadn't really grieved the first death of losing their father, when all of a sudden they lose a brother at young age, much younger than me, have a heart attack, and then now their mom, and so the one thing I as I was telling Robbie earlier, you know, a funeral, you always want to make sure you honor the person who is who you've lost and stuff. But also it was it was just so important to me to make sure that through that 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 service, that the hope in Jesus Christ, you know, it was just important that that was part of it. Because without that, I mean, it just that hurt just grows and grows and grows. And really, if it doesn't, as you mentioned, talking about the, you know, with your you know, the swell in the brain and, and the, the woman holding your hand, how you felt Christ in that. You know, it was it was Christ in that because he supplied that comfort through her. And you know what? Unless we understand that and know who Christ is and have him already in our heart and stuff, then it's hard for somebody to even understand that. So I had sort of over the last bit and, and over the last few years, it's became a uh, almost my call, I feel, to make sure that I talk more about what Christ, the love of Christ can do and stuff and use that as an avenue to bring people to Jesus Christ because if they don't understand that, they can't see any hope. They can't see any good out of death. They can't see any good out of illnesses because this side of heaven, we can't see it. we got to always focus on what Christ has in store for us. Right, because the stone was rolled away he came out you know when he paid for all this stuff so that we could have this relationship and we could but of course we want to hear your stories of when you're deep cried to deep 866-348-788486634 truth we'll be much back with much more you're listening to the truth network and truthnetwork.com why, you're just as dried up and parched as a jackrabbit in July. We'd be thirsty. Real thirsty. I've got a feeling, a feeling deep inside, oh yeah. Deep cries to deep today 
on the Christian Car Guys show. And when did that happen to you? We would love to take your calls, 866-348-7884. The billows were coming over you. They were rolling over you. And fortunately for you, you had that relationship with Jesus, and you did cry out, right? And the waves of his mercy, as I like the way that that are going to overcome, you know, that, that, that stone gets rolled away. And, and I was telling Jerry during the break that, you know, I had a, a amazing relationship with my dad. And of course I have, you know, great faith that he was in heaven and all this stuff. But when he died, I was, I was on my knees on numerous occasions cause it hurt so bad. I, I it just, it grabbed me in ways that my heart knew, but my head did not expect. And I, I can just remember that, that wave coming over me, like, where is this coming from? Because I knew, like, I'm going to see him again. This isn't, you know, but oh my gosh, there was no doubt that what was in my heart was waves and waves of, of, of billows. That's the best way I know to put it, of that gimel lama over my heart, 866 Three four eight seven eight eight four. We have a real treat for you right now, in that we have Robert Reed calling, and Robert is a missionary to Africa, and I got the coolest email from him this week, and he has a deep need. <laughs> Since we're talking about deep crying to deep today, welcome, Robert. Hello. So how wonderful that he contacted me. That you have a unique opportunity for someone who loves cars and loves Jesus. Yes, Robbie, thank you so much for taking my call. We indeed, I work for a wonderful mission hospital, and we support it out in rural West Africa. And we have a need for someone who loves cars, loves fixing mechanical stuff, could be small engines, who may feel a call to serve God and to tell others about Christ, but may not feel like a preacher. We need a good mechanic, someone who loves Jesus with all their heart and who would like to use their skills to help build God's kingdom in a part of the world where there is huge need. So I I was very intrigued by your show, and as I'm listening today, I just wanted to, to ask you if you think that um, a call to being a mechanic is as important or equally important as someone who's called maybe to preach the gospel. <laughs> I'm going to say, yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's the same. <laughs> so Jerry, yeah. Jerry, my uh, co-host this morning, is the the owner of and operator of Ray's Body Shop and, and Record Service. So he, he it, it's a ministry in a huge way, in so many different ways, isn't it? And uh, it, for people here. Yeah, and I think, you know, that's what, that's what God wants us to do is use our talent. You know, it doesn't, he doesn't call us all to... To, to be ministers. He doesn't call us all to be doctors. He doesn't call us all to be radio personalities like Robbie. We he, he gives us a platform, and you know what? It's important that we use it to build the kingdom. Yeah, and I absolutely know of so many godly mechanics that they have a gifting of understanding mechanical, and you know this in body shop. Like, that's amazing to watch these people. Like, they know in their soul somehow what's going on inside that engine, what's going on in that transmission. And, and I've seen them yeah. tear into a transmission something that really 
buffaloes me mechanically, honestly, when you think about an automatic transmission and the catalytic, I mean, the uh, torque converter and all the, all the valve body. There's so many parts inside of an automatic transmission that blows my mind. But these guys, man, they dive into it. They understand the electronics of it. They understand the mechanical aspects of it. And so if you have that, right, and, and you've been praying, like, God, how could you use me? And, and this intrigues you. Like, man, I, I don't know. Maybe that's God put it on your heart. We've been, um, Robert and I have been praying this week for you that, that you would reach out and contact me. If you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, you'll find my email address. It's rdilmore at truthnetwork.com if you ever wondered. And I always love to get emails. But it's just like R for Robbie and then Dilmore, D I L M O R E, at truthnetwork.com. Simple enough. You email me, say, Robbie, I think I'm the man for Robert. I will get you up with him. And you guys can figure out what details, how that goes from there, right, Robert? Because right now you're just looking for some availability, right? Yes, sir. That's correct. We need someone who's available, and they may be sitting there thinking, I would love to do this, but I never knew how. Well, here's an opportunity, and um, I'll tell you, it will change your life. We've seen people's lives really changed and come alive when they follow this call that God has for them. So I want to just... I want to just say one thing because you said it will change your life. And Robbie will agree with me on this, I I feel. And anybody who's ever been on a mission trip will also feel this, either long-term or short-term. Really, you go to to see how God is going to work through you to change other people's lives. And He does. And it's amazing to see. But sometimes the biggest change... And the most amazing change in how God works is in the lives of those that go. Being able to just Amen. feel like they're they're serving our Lord and, and and making an impact, it changes you also. Right. It's the connection that you feel That's as right. you go off on this adventure with God. He is going to expand your comfort zone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine West rural West Africa, they're 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 going to be working on some Right, I would think motorcycles and and bicycles and all sorts of different vehicles, right, that need that, like you said, small engine repair. Yes, we actually have a a hospital that we work on. It's a mission hospital. And so there's lots of vehicles, motorbikes, um, equipment for building, um, small engines, lawnmowers, you name it, generators. So it is a mechanic's playground. If they're ignorant, <laughs> yeah. they would have so much fun. <laughs> a mechanic's playground. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And, and probably you don't have the most uh, parts supply hanging around every quarter. There is, you can't go to Napa and get something. So innovation, <laughs> innovation. <laughs> well, thank oh, yeah. you, Robert. Right. I appreciate you calling in so much. And when we come back, we need your deep cries to deep story. We thank you for Robert. And God bless. Have a great week, Robert. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Why, you're just as dried up and parched as a jackrabbit in July. We'd be thirsty. Real thirsty.
so deep, cries to deep today on the Christian Car Guys show. When did those billows come over you in waves of pain or um, emotional or physical, however that worked out, and then the waves of mercy that are described there, which, you know, overabounded. <laughs> I like that word in Romans, right? That, that mercy overabounded. So, you know, grace can roll away some amazing amount of stuff. And how did that work out in your life? 866-348-7884. You know how I love your stories and I need them. I guarantee you there's a lot of stories out there that are sitting right on the other side of this phone. <laughs> right. And so you'd have have no idea how you could bless so many people and, and, and really show God all. I mean, let people see what an amazing God, because somebody could be sitting there right now on the edge of, you know, I need to know about this, Jesus. I don't have somebody to call to when the waves come. And, and that's what, that's what, that, what would be more cool than meeting that person in heaven someday that when you got on the radio and told that story, it changed everything. 866-348-7884. So the accident happens, right? And this, we, we learned all too hard a lesson many times that, um, you know, we experienced this in my family. Mariah had that accident a few weeks ago, and all of a sudden, all sorts of things were happening. And in her case, OnStar responded, called an ambulance, right? And so the police are coming. Those two calls may seem obvious to you, but then all of a sudden, you're going to need to know some other information, and that's going to be really critical. And so if you got a daughter who's going off to college, or son even, or anybody in your family that needs to know immediately what happens when this happens, that, that, that all of a sudden they're thrown into a situation where they have to do a lot of adulting and they have to do it really fast. And it helps if down deep, deep, they know what's going on. So I told the story to Jerry. I think it's appropriate that when I was selling cars in Raleigh, I got a call one time from a guy, I think it was in Maryland. His daughter was going to NC State. And at that point in time, I was a general sales manager, Royal Pontiac, back when they had Pontiacs. <laughs> and this man called me and he said, I want to buy my daughter a Grand Am. And well, I'm going to pay sticker price for it in the agreement that my daughter has your phone number in her cell phone. <laughs> so that if she needs anything for that car, whether it's an accident or whatever in the world, that she has, like, dial 1-800-ROBBIE. <laughs> um, and, you know, at the time, I thought this was genius because, you know, sticker price, it wasn't $1,300 worth of markup in a Grand Am, so maybe he paid $700, $800 more than somebody else, maybe, okay? But he had way more peace of mind Absolutely. because he had me locked. Lock, I mean, in other words, if that girl called me, which I think she only did twice in the entire time she was in college, I mean, she had my complete attention and she was going to get whatever resources that I had available and being in the car business, I had a lot of resources and that's what you need, you know, in that moment of truth, right, Jerry? And so you can't harp on this enough, can you? Yeah, no, this is one of the soapboxes for me is you know, people need to make sure they know what they're going to do in a crisis. You're in an accident. You're in a breakdown, a flat tire, run out of gas, lock your keys in a car, um, sitting in the middle of an intersection, <laughs> butted up against another car. You're in a crisis. And then all of a sudden, as you said, all these questions come at you. The officer will ask you, do you have a tow company? Do you know where you want it towed to? And then the other piece is just, just trying to ask you what happened in the accident. So you've got a lot coming at you. And if you don't already have that kind of thought through and a plan laid out, 
it can cost you a whole lot of money, a lot of aggravation. And the other piece of it it can do, it can also get it where there's discrepancies on what is said and stuff. So you need to just kind of have that have that already in, in, in the process. And one thing I want to throw out there, too, besides rehearsing this with your family, the one thing you really need to rehearse is that, for goodness sakes, make sure they know they need to call the police. I don't know how many times a person that, well, you know, let's not call the insurance companies. It's going to, you know, call the police. It's going to make our insurance go up and blah, 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 blah. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, if we have horror stories. When, like, you dr- when, when everybody drives away from the scene, all the stories change. And, okay. and it's just, it happens. I see it, you know, in our shop where people coming in for, for estimates and, and stuff where it happens. I mean, every week there's somebody who has one of those stories. And it, and it ha- and that's horrible. Your children, yourself, your wife, we stop, drop, and roll. Call the police. <laughs> you know, have the record company that you're going to call. Have the insurance agent that you're going to call or the insurance company. You know, have, a, you know, in my, my case, my family all has a nationwide roadside assistance number right there in their speed dial. In other words, all these things are rehearsed and known so that down deep when you really need to call on somebody, you can call on somebody, but I'm so excited because we got Beth in Ohio has a story for us. So, Beth, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Hi. Hi. I'm so grateful for your call. Okay. Well, I, I wasn't going to call, but then I felt like maybe I could share something that would be encouraging. Um, our uh, son, he got baptized, accepted Christ and got baptized when he was about 10 years old. And as he grew up, he, um, well, he played in the worship team along with his dad at church, and he got into music, and he, um, a short version of it is that he moved away to another town and was playing music with a lot of different bands, um, not Christian, and he fell away or wasn't practicing his Christianity, and we um, questioned whether or not his Christianity was uh, real or his conversion. Um, we prayed for him, and I felt like God had had given me uh, not an actual vision, but um, a faith that he was going to come back to him. And uh, tragically, he killed himself. And um, when he, when we were praying for him, I had thought a lot about, for whatever reason, that verse came to me a lot, the deep calls on the deep. My son was a very deep, compassionate thinker. And I, that, I always just was really moved by that verse for him. And I'm not very artistic, but I thought about making some kind of a piece of artwork for him that had that verse on it. And um, when he did pass away, God gave us numerous reassurances. Um, but one of them was that verse. That the deepness of God's spirit and the deepness of my son's spirit could call out to one another even in those last moments and that we could trust that God is good and that my son that his conversion was real and we were also able to share that verse at his funeral and many many of his friends came who were not Christians and we were able to, to share that with them so that they are also a lot of deep thinkers that they could know when that deepness of their soul is calling out to some other deepness that that is the Holy Spirit. 
And um, I believe, I, I don't have access to the verse right this moment, but I believe that in that chapter, there's something that talks about enemies of God. And right. we were able to tell them because they feel like enemies of the Christians. And I told them that, you know, at the funeral, they are not the enemy. And that the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but they were greatly loved. That is and, so beautiful, uh, Beth. Yeah. Um, I have to tell you yeah. that that particular verse actually talks about the reproach yeah. of his enemies, um, which the reproach is almost always connected to this idea of rolling away. In other words, the stone was rolled away so that we would have forgiveness of sin so that your son would be free from guilt to be in the presence of Jesus, as were all those people that heard his story and the deep, just, you, you could not have put it more beautifully, Beth, um, how the deep place in us that we really don't even understand calls to a deep place in God um, and, and it's beyond our understanding, isn't it? Right, it sure is. I, I, it, it, it's just, that's one of the many things that have given us a lot of assurance and comfort since his passing. And um, we're not seeing it the way we had hoped to see it, but it is still affecting his friends, and we still pray for them. It's going on for years, and, you know, in our minds, we had hoped that there would be, you know, uh, a a lot of them that were responding to Jesus, and we're not seeing that like we had hoped, but God isn't finished yet. No, he's not. And Jerry and I were talking, um, right, you know, or during the break, about how critical it is as people come to know Christ that they get in his word so they have a source of assurance, right, that they begin to get that thirst. You know, you can't, there's no, there's no quenching your thirst every day if you don't get some water. Um and right. so, wow, I, I, this will be a call I will always remember, Beth. I cannot believe your courage for calling and ensuring that. But thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, we'll You're be back. You're welcome. I hope you're encouraging. God bless you. are listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Why, you're just as dried up and parched as a jackrabbit in July. We'd be thirsty. Real thirsty. Deep cries to deep today on the Christian Car Guy Show. And let me just tell you, if you missed the call that we just had from Beth in Ohio, man, you got to go get the podcast and hear that. I, I don't think I'll ever be the same. The, the power of what she had to say about deep cries to deep. And if you knew the story of how this was the topic for today's show, it really blows my mind how God does... I, I am just I am just struck at how amazing God is in these he cries to deep. So we have Deborah is in Seattle. Deborah, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning, Deborah. Oh, good morning. It it is morning here in Seattle. Oh, it really is there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so grateful you get up early and listen. That's so kind of you. Oh, well, thank you. I, I don't always get up early. I actually have a Zoom meeting soon. 
uh, with a, an international group all over the world. So I'm hoping I've got the right time zone or yeah, whatever. Right. But yes, so um, that story that uh, I heard just be- before, it, it touched me because I know of a similar story. And when the pastor gave the sermon, he, I think he went off script and they were such brilliant comforting words because he said, I think we all want to uh, imagine ourselves as the saints, but, you know, just kind of go uh, happily into heaven and, uh, you know, confidently and happily into heaven. And he said, but there are some who, who are so weary that they, they just, you know, are just crumpled and, and God reaches down and pulls them into heaven. I just thought that's brilliant because there, there's so many people, you know, just discouraged and depressed, and uh, but their faith is there even at the last moment. So that story kind of set, took took me off topic a bit, but it was beautiful. How oh, wasn't it? It was very, yes, yes. So uh, my uh, deep calls to deep. I I have a few of them, but um, I was not a Christian in my in my twenties, and I got married, and and we couldn't get pregnant, and I I was it was um, it, everywhere people were pregnant around me, and and I I finally was at a, a tea party, and um, um the mother who was very Christian, she said I I know who created everything, and I will pray to him for you. And I thought, okay, why Why not? I, I didn't think I could, but I trusted her, and I did get pregnant. So that was one deep calling to deep, and I, I didn't quite know who I was calling to. But then um, I got very sick, and I was in the hospital recovering, and I had this terrible dream about the end of the world. And I called the night nurse because uh, it was so painful I was in pain, and the dream was painful. And that nurse, in the night, uh, i it was dark, but the hallway was light, and she leaned up against the door, I, and, and she said, I don't worry about those things, because I have my Jesus. And it, it was just etched into my memory. Wow. Because she had the light behind her and the silhouette, and I've just never forgotten it because I was searching. I was um, into New Age and Shirley MacLaine. And, but when she said that, it, it was like a pillar of something to hold on to. And I had, you know, so... Yeah, <laughs> he, was, he came after you with two different he, real believers who <clears throat> really displayed their faith in, in a moment when you were... When you were looking, and I, and I can't help but think of one of my favorite verses in the 119th Psalm, is I remember thy name in the night, O Lord, mm-hmm. and, and kept yeah. thy law. I mean, as I see that nurse standing in there in the, in the shade of, of the light and, and, and sharing those words that you deeply needed to hear straight from Jesus' mouth, right? Yeah. Isn't yeah. that beautiful? Yeah. Wow. It was. It was amazing. And... Um, and and then when I moved from from uh, from Canada to Portland, I got surrounded by so many Christian 
people, it was it, it was shocking to me. <laughs> they all talked. They talked about God like they brushing their teeth or something. It was so common. <laughs> so I was surrounded, and um, I ended up going to the church that Luis Palau was an elder in. I don't know if you know who he is, but he was a evangelist, and so, and and then um, two two more little events. I was on the ski hill. I'm not a, a ski hill person, but my husband loves skiing. So I'm on my own on a very steep hill in Whistler, and I fall, and it's a big fall, just a big mess. And one man comes up, and he stays, he blocks me so I can stand up. It's so, he said, I'm here, I won't leave you. And I thought, that, that's like an angel. And I did get up. I got uprighted, and he said, "You okay?" And then he skied down. I thought that that was like I was deep in the snow. (laughs) Right, 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 right. I get you. (laughs) So, um, anyway, and then the 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 last one was my when my father died. You mentioned your father dying, and how devastating it is when when you just love that person so much. I I had to fly back, and I was in JFK Airport with my daughter, and I was lost in grief, and I was lost in direction, not knowing, and a um, airline pilot, just you know, just in the uniform, and he he asked me, "Are you okay?" I and I said, "No, I'm so lost." And he he asked me, "Where am I going?" And he walked me right there. Wow! It was like an angel. It was really amazing to me. I've never forgotten that either. Well, you know what's amazing to me as I hear all those, Deborah, and I'm sure it's amazing to Jerry too, is you saw every one of those of what it was. I mean, mean, we all have those things in our life, unfortunately. (laughs) We we don't recognize who's knocking. (laughs) Uh, But the beautiful thing is I listened to each of those, which is well worth it, from my perspective, is because in each case, you gave credit where credit was due. It, it was Jesus coming after you from a deep place when he knew you were in deep trouble, right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much for calling and, and for sharing all those wonderful <laughs> deep places. Deborah, God yes. bless you, and good luck with your Zoom meeting. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm getting to be more awake. All right. <laughs> all Bye-bye. Right. Thank you. Bye-bye. So I want to remind you one more time about my friend Robert Reed. He needs a mechanic that wants to be a missionary in Africa. If you have that gifting and you feel that call in your life, maybe you weren't here here for that part of the store show, the, we need a mechanic that wants to go on a mission to West Africa. And you can email me at rdillmore at truthnetwork.com or just go to christiancarguy.com and you can find all my contact information there. <clears throat> there are at Christian Car Guy, the 10 things that, that Jerry wrote about what to do if your car is an accident and the things, you know, the, you need to teach your children well, yeah, right? Absolutely. And, and, and your whole family. So we want to make you sure of that resource. So anyway, the reason that I was on this Gimelamad, the idea of rolling, is I've been studying the Song of Solomon and the last podcast I did, it's called A Hunka Hunka Burning Love because in... The section where he's talking about my bride is a is a garden enclosed. Well, then he actually says she's a billow. It doesn't say that. It's Gimel Lamed. It says spring, but she's a she's a billow. 
that we are somehow or another a wave of of that and so if you think about it, it's a hunk of hunk of burning love just saying <laughs> and it's right there in my podcast page on my whole podcast on the uh, song of solomon so thank you so much for listening and for joining us today and these calls jerry we'll never forget them will oh we? absolutely god yeah. working baby god working <laughs> <laughs> this is the truth network <laughs>